Blog Talk Radio. Discover, transform, manifest. Welcome to Empowered Whole Being Radio, a safe and sacred place to discover and explore our unity. Hello, fellow empowerment seekers, and hello, Francis. Hello, Candice. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well this morning. I, um, I'm excited about this show. Good. Because Me it's, too. Yeah, it's... Um, so everybody uh, who's listening, uh, Francis and I determine our topics for the show like usually a week before the show or a few days before, depending on what kinds of things are coming up for us individually, like presenting, and because we feel very guided on the topics. And this week, there was um, a really fascinating uh, information being revealed that, we, that Francis and I were comparing some of what our re- perceptions of what's real and we were it was really interesting to see how completely um um 180 and uh and yet and it uh, if I can even explain it <laughs> but anyway so we we're going to talk about today's topic which is um understanding our intergenerational energetic blocking programs and what that means is how the energy of of the theme of research that 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 frequency undercurrent subconscious um perceptions and beliefs and filters how they affect us that are intergenerational or coming from from our ancient ancestors. I mean, there's a thread, there's a, like a thread undercurrent of research, a theme. And um, so today we're going to talk about that and talk about how that affects uh, our physical experience, our emotional, intellectual, our whole perception of what's real. And, um, and so... Um, before we get started, though, let's go ahead and do the Divine Heart Coherence uh, technique so we can shift the energy and um, make sure that uh, we're in alignment with the highest and greatest good and that today's show will be guided from that place of awareness. How's that sound? Sounds good. <laughs> Francis is on board. Woohoo! Yeah. By the way, by the way, Francis, I want to thank you again for co-hosting the show with me. I really, really appreciate it, and also just love your insight. So valuable. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Yes. So let's go ahead and um, do the Vine Heart Coherence technique. So if anybody is listening today that's not heard this before basically what we're doing is we're recognizing the fact that we um we're not solid that we're fields of electromagnetic frequencies we have our third dimension body and then i um which is more solid and then we have our fourth dimension body which is what i call the auric field you know that bioenergetic body associated to our physical body and that that 
I call that the avatar. And what we're talking about doing is we're recognizing the fact that our avatar is quantum biologically designed to be a transmitter and receiver of electromagnetic frequency data. So therefore, we also recognize the fact that we are primarily unconscious until we discover how to recognize what frequencies we're transmitting and receiving. We're primarily unconscious of what bandwidth we're in coherence with, fear, anger, or joy, love, unity, sort of the polar opposites. And this technique we're about to do shifts the frequency to primarily the joy unity bandwidths or band of frequencies. And therefore, when that happens, um, we are then attuned and in harmony with our greater consciousness, the greater self source, and are then receiving information, images, um, data from that place as opposed to the place that's controlled by our fears. So basically what we're doing is we're starting and recognizing that the heart is the primary transmitter and that the belly brain, which is the enteric nervous system, your whole uh, gut area, that is the primary receiver of electromagnetic frequency data. And that the belly brain controls from where we are receiving that information that brings the thoughts and, and uh, imagery. So uh, it controls the brain antenna. Now, um, I won't go any deeper into than that, but you can also listen to other shows and you'll get more information on that as well. So today, let's just go ahead and shift our frequency, bring it into alignment by first um, utilizing... Um, what I call an activator, which is a moment that you personally experienced in nature where you, what, it doesn't matter if it was the beach, the sunrise, the sunset, the ocean, um, mountains, the desert, some place where you personally experienced something so beautiful and so full of, you were so full of joy of having had that experience and you could feel that somehow, some way you were part of that creation. You felt the expandedness of your beauty and the alignment that you have to the creation around you, that you are in coherence with that, that you are part of that. So pick something like that where you personally experienced in nature and then just go ahead and feel it. Relive that moment. Feel it in your heart. If you need to place your fingertips on your heart chakra, which is at the base of your breastbone, um, go ahead and do that. Bring your focus there and feel with every fiber of your being that moment in nature. So let's just go ahead and do that. Relive that moment in nature and let that expand in your heart. Feel that energy. And if anything feels tied anywhere, then just use this phrase, deactivate, dissolve, release. Let it expand. Let it expand. Good. Now just visualize a beam of energy from your heart. This energy is so full in there. It just flows out effortlessly into the very source and creator of everything, which is let's just use a beautiful, bright white light as that 
symbol for that. And just see this energy beaming from your heart into this light. And from that beautiful bright light, another beam of energy comes into your belly and just fills your belly with that joy, love, unity, frequency, bandwidth. So from your heart into the light, from the light into your belly, just let it cycle. Let it expand, let it expand. Any place it feels tight, deactivate, dissolve, release. Good. And now let's visualize a beam of energy coming into the top of our heads, aligning our pineal gland to receive primarily from the greater source. And lastly, a beam of energy comes from the big bright light and goes into our back between our shoulder blades and then flows out through our heart. So now we've created a self-perpetuating toroidal flow of joy, love, unity energies. And let it expand. And we feel gratitude today that for the highest and greatest good, the information that we discuss, whatever comes, will be for the best of uplifting and enlightening all and empowering all that who are part of this moment in this community. And so it is. And so it is. <laughs> Yay! <Woo-hoo. laughs> I know, totally, huh? Woo! Yeah. So today's that was topic. Awesome. It uh, feels so much better now, doesn't it? Um, understanding yeah. our intergenerational energetic blocking programs. That's kind of a mouthful, I know. But basically what we're going to be talking about is how our um, our genealogy, using uh, third dimension human terms, how our lineage of parentage um is all part of the blocking program, who we have as parents and our immediate circle of influencers are all part of that blocking program and are providing different aspects of that research program. And um, this also um, is what creates the predisposed to certain illnesses. It's not a physical, um, something like in a gene because genes, the the construct of a gene can be manipulated. It can be shifted by, uh, as Dr. Bruce Lipton says, um, epigenetic. It's the uh, above the gene. It's outside of the gene. And it's energy. It's electromagnetic frequency data. So we'll be talking about that. So, but first, so let's recap. Our previous show was, what are the three stages of a self-realization transition? If you haven't listened to that show, I invite you to check it out. We talked about there's three distinct stages. There's the initial release, and then what we call the second stage, state of flux, meaning that you're not who you were, but you're not quite settled into who you are at becoming or have shifted to and then the third stage is when the shift is complete and you are in that new evolved state of being any uh, announcements um, we have a call in number 646 378 
888-646-1732. Feel free to call us and join in on the discussion. We love that. Also, chat is open if you have a, you know want to interact on chat. That's good, too. And um, if you want to follow the show, you can um, go to our Facebook page, Empowered Whole Being Foundation, and just like the page, and then you'll get all the announcements through there of what's going on. Um, I think that's basically it. Let's just get into the topic. This is a really... A really um, rich topic to discuss. So, like I said in the introduction to the show, um, there's been a lot of research recently coming to light uh, from quantum biological or a biophysical um, um, approach that proves that our genetic makeup is malleable; that's it's completely changeable. And is affected by electromagnetic magnetic, pardon me, frequency data, and um, a lot of research has been done on this by um, Dr. Bruce Lipton, for one, as many others, and he refers to this. And now I believe it's pretty much a standard term, epigenetic, which means um, resulting from external rather than genetic influences. So if someone is predisposed to or or has cancer in the family, it's not a genetic, it's an epigenetic predisposition, meaning that it's an energetic influence that is running like a stream of unconscious um, electromagnetic frequency thoughts and beliefs that are influencing the genes to form in a certain way that would cause a cancer to come or any other type of, we talk about cancer because it's like the big C or whatever, but um, there are other types of um, heart disease and different things like that. So what this means is that um, we aren't, genetically like physically predisposed to any illness because of our lineage our our parental um, ancestral lineage it has to do with the epigenetic influences so I refer to this phenomena as the group blocking program and what that means is, um, the, I define that as the interlocking research theme within a closely connected circle of friends and family. So we know that we, what we transmit is what we experience. So whatever we're transmitting unconsciously into the quantum field is what's being reflected back to us. So of course we're going to draw to us um, those individuals, our parents, whatever, is to provide the perfect contrast for our avatars' research. So a research theme determines and defines and personalizes our individual sense of identity and reality. And we have, Francis and I, discovered a really interesting example of how this works with between the two of us and we are excited to share that with everyone 
And it has to do with um, very much polar opposite um, senses of reality of a woman's role in her in a relationship with her husband or boyfriend or whatever and um or it could be whatever i mean it doesn't have to be um the opposite sex but um so what we discovered between the two of us chatting about this this week is that the way her research program was set up for her avatar is that the woman absolutely is dependent upon her partner for <laughs> for everything you know for all living all 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 the needs all her needs for living and in my avatar's program it was set up that the woman had to be independent that she could not depend upon her partner providing her needs that she had to be ready to take over at any moment to make it happen. So let's just chat about that a little bit because um, I think it's interesting how until we are outside of our filters, we don't know that there's anything different because that's, that's what we're transmitting. Therefore, that's what's reflected back. Therefore, that's what becomes our sense of reality. And it, it, not only that, um, you and I had a conversation about the uh, why do babies finally walk, and I had my conclusion, and then um, you say, well, maybe they just because they see everybody else standing off. And, share you know, share what your conclusion. Yeah, share your conclusion first. Share what your. Oh, I said, yeah, I said the babies don't have that program. You know, when they fall, they don't have the program of. I am afraid, I am in such a fear, you know, like little kids, they just go and do things and they just burn by the energy of the moment. And babies are like that. They're so much into the exploration of whatever they're exploring that they're not thinking about what is going to happen next. So if I do this, what is going to happen? And um, I told you that maybe that's why um, uh, babies do end up walking after they fall so much and they get hurt. And then you told me, uh, if you want to share your conclusion on that. Okay, so um, my perspective was yeah. is that um, I had a little bit of a different take on it because yeah. I, I, I proposed that babies learn to walk because they're surrounded by everyone who's walking, so it's already validated that it's possible. Yes. And, and what, plus what I'm they're getting to, encouragement. Well, they're also getting yes. lots of encouragement that it is possible for them. Which which is what brings all of that into what we're talking, we're going to talk. You know, my uh, the way that my avatar was brought up, everything around her reinforced that, that belief that the woman have to depend completely on a man, and the man is the one that has the first and last word. And the woman is there to be a support. And it sounds very beautiful, but when you lost your voice and when you lost yourself into that, into all the stories at the end, you know, it's it's um, not, not pleasant being in that situation like that. So, you know, everything like in, in your upbringing, everything for generational from your grandmother or your great-grandma, they all 
pass that vibrational teaching uh, to you, and you're not teaching that to your your uh, grandchild because you broke that. You you woke up to that. that that's not you know. It didn't resonate with you anymore. You woke up from that story. So that's very interesting how, you know, everything, even though, you know, everything around you supports. So you're you're not in awareness because everything around you supports what you believe. You're blocking program, but, yeah, because you're, yeah, you're transmitting yes. that energy out. Therefore, it keeps creating yeah. that, those same, it keeps looping those same experiences. Yes. Seemingly, which is an illusion, but seemingly to reinforce, because we, um, an unconscious avatar, you know, a human that's not aware of their expanded self and that really understands the dynamics of the electoral, the quantum dialogue that we're having with mm-hmm. the um, the field, which when we're creating what it is that we're experiencing, we create it first and then experience it second. And um, mm-hmm. until a person's aware of that dynamic and that exchange, the third dimension human perception is, is everything's outside of us and that it's happening to us. Yes. So it makes it really easy for the blocking program to stay active and in effect because with that um, that point of view or that perception that it's external and it's happening to us we're a victim of our circumstances that kind of a thought process that just keeps looping it and looping it and looping it so we can walk through life having a perception uh, like for my avatar that she absolutely could not depend on her partner and and you don't know that there's anything different yes because that's the only thing you know and everything that all the information and experiences that come to you are coming through that filter because you first projected it and it just keeps validating it and it keeps reinjecting it as being the quote unquote reality for that person. So what we're taught, what reason why we're talking about this today is to hopefully um, bring another point of view that, that what you think is your reality, what you think is your quote unquote truth, maybe it isn't. Maybe if it's not really working for you, guess what? You can shift it. The first step, though, is being willing to accept that it maybe isn't your reality. And to take ownership of what it is that is unconsciously being transmitted into the quantum field to create that experience. And it's fear-based. We, don't, we already know that. <laughs> So, oh my goodness, everything is. I'm, well, I'm, and anything days, outside of joy, yeah, yeah sure. Yes, yes. I'm, so, I'm, I'm more in awareness of what. When I'm communicating, you know, putting the words, I'm so much now as far as, you know, as far as we can go in awareness of observing that there is not fear or coming out of fear, you know, 
it's it's mm-hmm. just so beautiful when when you are in observation of that on yourself, you know. Oh my God! It gives you so much more power to make new decisions and let and shift your reality. Mhm. And so, some things are so you know like why why do I keep doing things this way when they're not working? So many years, and my mom did it that way, and my grandmother, and you know na na na, and goes da da da, and then one day you just take ownership and you decide that you know I want to change my life, change right. Yeah. Right. So I want to share a little bit about um, my generational, from my avatar, generational um, perspective on this being independent thing. So um, my great grandfather was a farmer on my mother's side. Um, so it was her, her grandfather was a farmer, I think it was in Arkansas. And um, he had an accident on the farm. I'm not sure exactly the details, but it left him in a position when he healed, he he didn't have the strength to do farming anymore. So my great-grandmother and all the other, um, my, my grandmother and all of her siblings had to begin to scramble to take over. And interestingly enough, another little wrinkle was that after the accident, my great-grandfather was able to do hands-on healing. And people came from all over um, and paid him in eggs or chickens or produce or whatever and he did healing work with them my grandmother my great grandmother drilled it into my grandmother's head that you she had to be educated she had to have a way of creating income for herself because she would never know what could happen and she may not have a partner that could support her she can't count on that And then my grandmother drilled that into my mother's head. And my mother graduated from college at 18 with a double major of chemistry and biology. My mother drilled that into my head, into my avatar's belief program, where you have to have an education. You have to to be able to take care of yourself because you cannot depend on your partner to be able to do that. You have to be strong and independent and self-sufficient. And even when my childhood sweetheart proposed to me, I told them I couldn't marry him because I had to go to college. That's how much it was just that there was no deviation. It was so much a part of that, of my avatar's reality at that time there was no other way and what's interesting because of that belief and um, collection of of thoughts and um, that were being transmitted the people that my avatar in the past would choose or gravitate to or you know create relationship with 
exactly fulfilled that belief pattern. And she was the breadwinner, the predominant breadwinner all, all the way through. Because yeah, that was that <laughs> and that is because that's the belief pattern that was being transmitted twenty four seven unconsciously. Wow. We create our reality. So that brings us to um the contrast of, of your avatar, your research program, Francis, and, and mine. Would you share a little bit about the historic background of how your that blocking program or the the group blocking program, you know, about being in de- dependent? Yes, um, uh, I come from the Dominican Republic, I know, and I know things um, have changed and shifted a lot when it comes to women roles. But, you know, talking to my mother about certain things now that my life is changing and I'm approaching a uh, <laughs> certain age, you know, it's like uh, it's, it's, I, I, I can't pass through, through her uh, belief system, to her um, blocking um, belief system um, to even have the simple conversation because, you know, subconsciously um, a, a man, it's kind of put up above the female. Even though that man uh, could be wrong in certain things, it doesn't matter. It's above. And um, with, with, my, with my, it came more from my mother's side than my father's side. Uh, I don't know much about my father's side of the family, but my mother, um, I only know a little bit. But the generation of women that were there, it's like um, from my grandmother's side, it, it came more from my, my grandfather than my grandmother. Uh, because in my grandmother, you know, some, her aunts didn't get married. They couldn't marry the men that they wanted. And so they were kind of like, they were kind of like cowboys in a sense, you know, for a woman not to marry a um, hundred years ago, just because she couldn't marry her sweetheart, that was not hurt in that country. So, but but in my my uh, my grandfather's side, you know, the women they stay there with the men. They they uh, went out with other women. They did whatever they wanted, and the woman was always home waiting with the kids for the men. It doesn't matter what they did. So, uh, you know, you you have that vibration of submission that is passed from mothers to daughters and mothers to daughters and. And now that, that I'm older, talking to my mother, it's impossible for her to to understand, you know, or to even open a little bit to the things that I'm sharing with her about how my life is changing and being more independent. It, it comes more from a fear base on her side mm-hmm. than, right. than anything. <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's even if I want to get out of there, I don't have the support. And it's not that I want the support, but, you know... Um, Talking now that I'm older to to an older woman brings a lot of healing to you, um, but it's not there. So I don't have that support the way I would like to have it from from her avatar um, because it's not there. It wasn't taught to her. You know, my grandmother stayed with my grandfather, and, you know, it was just the way it was taught. You just stay there. It doesn't matter what happened. You stay there. Well, culturally... 
part of your yeah, avatar's both. program included um, also the um, the the programming of being raised in the Catholic household. Yes, because yes. um, the Catholic um, influence. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I I've I have attended Catholic Church on several occasions, but I've not ever practiced it. Observation is that it's patriarchal. It's very much male dominated. Like and pretty much so every religion. Because, yeah. But it's so funny because it's also ma- ma- um, ma- matriarchal. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then it's like a fighting. They're both always fighting because you have this Mary and the woman and, and it's like part of the vibration of wants to uplift that but then the other part no you know it's it's like this is the way it is and this is a male society and so there's 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 a fight internal fight and a confusion in the society Mm -hmm. i felt when i was growing up i don't know now i haven't been living there for like 30 something years so um but i I think that's true even i think that's an undercurrent just um, a global kind of universal undercurrent, I should say universal, not global, but yeah, uh, um, a universal blocking part of the blocking program. This this um, struggle, like you said, conflict between the male and female energy, because yes. I was raised um, like Methodist or whatever, and um, I converted to Judaism uh, at one point and practiced. Um, of Judaism and even though they talk about honoring the woman the woman is very much diminished in stature and her power is all under the surface it's like the only way you can get something is if you manipulate yes as opposed we to we learn to do that <laughs> that's exactly that the, 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 yeah. there's this um, this perception in that whole universal which creates which is beautiful though because it creates the opportunity of um of holding in place the illusion of separation you know Mm -hmm. that we are having this struggle both internally in ourselves because we're both male and female right and because um, we're both electric and magnetic energy, because that's what we are. We're fields of electromagnetic frequencies. And the energy comes in, our toroidal flow, it comes in electric and it goes back out magnetic. And um, that's reflected in us physically, in our third dimension physical body, because the heart pumps the blood by um, shifting uh, from magnetic uh, pulses to to electric pulses to push and pull the blood through the different valves and change uh, chambers. So that is how it works. Electric comes in and magnetic pushes out and creates the toroidal flow. And that's the male and female. What's interesting is harmony. Yes, it is. So um, when we embrace the fact that we're all of it, that we're everything, then we can um, make peace with it. However, in our um, intergenerational uh, group blocking programs, we can see where there was opportunity created to research 
from a different point of view, which is why we're talking about this today, because it's so beautiful that, Francis, your Avatars program was designed to um, research from a, one particular point of view or aspect, and um, mine was like the opposite. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and t- until we had that conversation, I think for myself anyway, um, it, it, really, it really expanded the window into how everything is just a freaking illusion here. You know, yes. until we walk around thinking that this is the way it is, but it's just the way it is for you or me yes. or one person. Because the person, like, you and I could be sitting side by side, on a, uh, you know, on a, um, on a bus or a plane or whatever, and you're experiencing everything around you totally different than I am. Well, take it to a simple space. Put a whole bunch of artists in a room and put a rose in a vase in the middle. Give them one color to paint and one canvas and one paintbrush, and they're going to manage to do to paint it different. There's not going to be one person there that is going to have that is not going to receive the information that they're visually seeing the same as the person next to them. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and and imagine all this, um, you know, and then on top of that, you know, the shame, the the fear of of a woman's body once, uh, uh, like twelve or thirteen year years come, you know, the all the females in the family start shaming your body, you know, like uh, you should not sit with your legs open or you should not do this, so you you're a little lady now. You cannot play with boys because your breasts are growing. And I'm like, I want to climb trees. Oh, you cannot do that because now you're 13 and 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 you have to be careful. You know all this nonsense. <laughs> I hear, and, I hear you. Uh, Go yeah, ahead. Reinforced. Yeah. No, that is reinforced with the whole system around. So how do you? But again, remember yeah. that that is the program. Yes. So so. That is all set up to influence and create the perfect laboratory uh, for researching that one particular point of view. We have a caller. I'm going to um, see oh, if what. Great. Okay, so let's just go ahead and check in with them. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Would you um, give us your name and where you're calling from? Um, my name is Enki from California. Um, what's your first name again? Enki. Inky? Yes. Hi. Thanks for calling. What's your question or comment? Yeah, I was. Um, I was. I just got back from from uh, going back to church for the first time in a while, but I noticed that there was. I I, I feel very uncertain as to what I just experienced because it it seems like there was a a secret type of. I don't know how to explain it, but I I, I can't. The people that were there, it seemed like they had a second. Uh, I don't know, like, intent behind what they were doing, because they were talking about the scriptures and stuff, but they, they it was so weird, they, they said, they said something Satan, I heard it clear as day, and nobody seemed to notice, it seemed like it just kept going on, like it, nothing happened, but then I realized, when I, well, when I noticed it, I looked around, and people started looking at me and smiling in this weird, like, it's a weird kind of, like, you know, um, suspicious manner, I don't know if those people are, mean something evil or I don't know. 
It seems there's something going on, and it, it's keeping me out. Like, like, what's going on? So, um, is this your first time listening to our show? Yeah, but I've, I've listened okay. to other shows of claiming blockages and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. Because we approach everything uh, pretty much from a quantum physics point of view, as opposed to religious. Just so you know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's why that's why I went in there to see if there's any like bad energies or anything like that. You know, I'm I'm kind of like doing my own like investigating in, in churches themselves, like demons. Mm-hmm. Or, you know? And so that was really disturbing. It just seemed like the whole whole church had something to do with it. Like everybody knew what was going on and they didn't care. So it was like, or they they knew they were in on it, you know, on that negative energy. So um, from a quantum from a quantum physics point of view. Um, Whatever we experience in our external outside of you yeah. was created by you. Because right. but, well, oh. this is the thing. It's unconscious. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's a biophysicist, which right. means he studies quantum biology. And um, he says 93 to 95% of the... Um, energetic transmissions, you can call them thoughts, feelings, whatever, but it's all boils down to electromagnetic frequencies mm-hmm. are unconscious. 93 to 95% are unconscious. Okay? If you want to know what it is that's being transmitted, primarily fear or if it's joyful, all we have to do is look around outside of us and see what kinds of experiences we're having. Are there primarily fearful experiences? Or are they joyful? Do they feel um, uplifting? And if they're primarily, that tells you what what the predominant type of frequency is being unconsciously transmitted. Think of it like a, you know, those big, large movie projectors in the in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think of the heart chakra as where the light comes out. Okay the beam of light that goes on the screen. The screen is um, a metaphor for the quantum field, all right, or, or your outside world. Mm-hmm. And um, the film, the celluloid, is being fed in through your belly brain. That's your whole um, gut area. That has uh, over 100 million neurons, okay? Yeah. And so it's much. very... It controls a lot of what we experience. So it's the primary receiver. The heart is the primary transmitter of electromagnetic frequency data, and the belly is the primary receiver. So the celluloid's feeding in to the belly, and then it's going to give it the flavor, fear-based or joy-based, all right? It goes up. The celluloid film goes up into the top part of the projector. Think your pineal gland, your brain, okay? And it begins, because it has fear-based flavor or influence, then the images and thoughts that are then imprinted on the film are going to be influenced by that. So if it's fear, it's going to be thoughts and images that would invoke more fear. Right. And then that feeds down to where the heart chakra is and then is projected out onto the screen, which then creates our external experience. Mm-hmm. So the, the key is really being aware of what 
our energy we're, we have in our heart and what energy we're bringing in to our belly. It's Think of it transmitter, receiver. So um, at the beginning of the show, I don't know if you popped in at the beginning or just came on, um, we did a what we call a divine heart coherence meditation, which teaches you how to uh, shift your frequency so you begin to understand and know what it is you're transmitting at any given time. And the cool thing about it is that the body, physical body will give you clues. When you're in primarily the transmitting and receiving joy, your heart and chest will be very light and open. It won't feel heavy and contracted. Same with the belly when it's primarily receiving in the joy, unity, love type frequencies. It's going to feel relaxed. It's going to feel more um, um, loose and comfortable as opposed to with the fear energy, what happens is it tightens up. You know, and we even have terms in our, as we just, you know, to describe that. We talk about things being gut-wrenching, right? That's because we're, yeah, you know, things like that. So that's because the enteric nervous system, the belly brain, controls so much. It it secretes and generates the same neurotransmitters as we do in our brain and our head. It's very powerful. So um, it's... If you, I invite you to listen to some of our other episodes at the very beginning of the show. We do um, the Divine Heart Coherence Technique before we start the show so that we can um, set the tone for the show and our listeners' community that we are supporting their self-empowerment, their self-realization, that they already are creator. And it's just helping them to remember what that feels like. And it's also about taking ownership of what we create. And um, it will take you through that, that technique, and that will give you um, uh, like a, a base point to work with. Right. I, I also have another question really quick. It's been bugging me. Are, are people kind of, um, I don't know, kind of passively, intentionally sending away the actual creator, the real one? Are they kind of like pushing him away or something, or is he like doing his own thing? Or uh, Okay, rephrase that another way, because I'm not sure I'm grasping what you're wanting to ask me. Of course. The source. Source? You know, uh, God? Source. Like source. Yeah, we already are. We're not on the outside trying to get back in. We already are in. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you look at it from a quantum biological or a quantum physics point of view, everything is energy. Nothing is really solid. Yeah. You know, if you had a microscope powerful enough, you would see it, right? And until everything is just energy, like waves of energy. And then when um, we place focus, a feeling focus on something, Mm -hmm. then like I was talking about the projector and all of that, then what happens is those waves of energy then form particles, which forms matter and then creates the events or people or um, to cross your path, you know, coordinates whatever to make that be real. And, that, and that, well, quote unquote real, I mean, you know, in the, uh, in the third dimension. That can become um, manifest or possible within a state of, of, of just pure awareness, you know, like in death or 
outside of the body, like when you're not physically present? Um, well, see, the thing is, you're not, first and foremost, you're not this physical body. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, it's still yeah. Yeah, first and foremost, you're you we all collectively create that we are the creator. And we're we we it we have this illusion of separation and in individuation here in the third dimension because it's a perfect laboratory for us as greater self to self-explore, for self-realization, to understand ourselves even better. Right. And so I why would why would there be so much negative energies that come in and try to manipulate or is that just coming that's just really coming from our individual belly so to speak mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's because what it's it's whatever frequency you're focusing on yeah. if you're and focusing people, on un- unconsciously focusing on fear then you're going to create more fearful experiences right it's it's great. It's great though because it's great contrast. Yeah. It's catalytic contrast. It's it shows you. It gives you each one of us the opportunity to choose joy. Woo! It's crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been living a nightmare for like 25 years, and I didn't know why it was. It never changed, <laughs> and so now I know that it's been. I don't know. It's been like hypnosis in a way. Well, so in a way though, I mean. Um, the topic of today's show might be really pertinent then because uh, for you, uh, mm-hmm. in your shift of awareness and your expansion of self-awareness, mm-hmm. that um, the uh, parents and grandparents and all of that whole lineage, you know, they're running a certain kind of unconscious blocking program, right? Just like we all are mm-hmm. until we wake up and recognize that we have a choice. And the thing is, is ownership. That's what gives us the choice. If we own the fact that we're creating our reality in every moment, every now moment, every nanosecond, then we can shift it. If it's not serving us anymore, then, okay, let's do something different. And the, the basic thing is to feel joy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm inking. Inky? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hi, how are you? It's, it's like the way, the way I see See right now it's like um, I'm, I'm, I'm reestablishing a, a, a um, different relationship with my my mother. So it's like she gave me a story and she fed it to me and I made it real and I put energy into it and then it became my story. And now that I'm older, I'm like I, I don't have to follow that. It's, it doesn't resonate with where I am right now, so it's okay to let it go and move into another vibrational experiencing and, and, and co-creating joy now into my life. So I don't know if, does that make sense? Did that resonate with you? It does. Because you were saying that you that you were in a nightmare for 25 years, and now, you know, you're you're changing or you're reawakening. I, or I, I never knew what, why it could be occurring. I, I, I understood that there were, um, was, I knew all of that. But belly part was probably this is probably the most you know important aspect as to why it you know it's my because I was wondering why my belly always had like gut wrenching feeling over and over again after I disappeared mm. mind I didn't know about this. you know if, if maybe it would be helpful I've written a book about this mm. uh, it's called Spiritual Transformation Simplified mm-hmm. and um, 
it's available at Barnes and Noble online and also Amazon and, you know, places like that. And it walks you through the quantum biological and quantum physics aspect of our, who we are mm-hmm. and in, in, in relationship to our spiritual self-knowledge. And um, if you do get the book, it'll walk you through all of what we're talking about today and give you the tools uh, to um, really create shift. At the end of each of the chapters, there are exercises to help you discover what the blocking program theme has been for your human experience so that you can begin to understand how that has flavored what you've created so that you can begin to separate from that being your reality and just see it as being a research project. All right. And I would recommend though, that if you get the book, read it at least twice without doing any of the exercises just so you become familiar with how we function as fields of energy, how we are projecting and receiving certain bandwidths that create a loop of experiences and how we can shift that and have something different to experience. Right. What's the book called again? It's called Spiritual Transformation Simplified. And if you uh, if you go to the uh, Facebook page, Empowered Whole Being Facebook page, uh, there's I think there's links there and stuff. And um, in fact, I'm pretty sure there's a link there to Goodreads. Are you familiar with that uh, platform yes. called Goodreads? Okay, so I have an author profile on there. Okay. And um, you can look up Spiritual Transformation Simplified on Goodreads okay. and get to the page for the book. And I think there's a way to – I think Goodreads is even linked in to Amazon. You can just click it from there as well. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I can find it. Yeah, and um, main thing right now is, first of all, I want to say to you, congratulations. I am so proud of you. I am really, I am so proud of you for um, um, expanding your your willingness to to look outside of the box. Yes. (laughs) And and, and that I, I, I have been, I have been where you are right now. Wow. I've been through this. I've I've been through searching all different churches and all different kinds of things, but it never was the it because I, I had an itch I couldn't scratch until yeah. finally <laughs> until finally I started w- waking up to it's all about inside. Yes. It's all about what energy am I focusing on? It's, mm-hmm. I call it the feeling focus. What's my feeling focus? Because that's what creates what we experience so-called externally, which is not really external. It's just another extension of us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's so good. It feels so good. <laughs> I'm so that. happy for you. Congratulations. Good job. <laughs> Woo. 
Okay. And you know, if you go back, if you go back to the uh, when we finish, if you go back to the beginning of the program, there is a part where Candice and I do do the heart coherence, mm-hmm. and it's a guided. It's kind of like a mini guided meditation, and I love it because it feels really good. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that that will kind of teach you how to relax your belly because I go through that a lot. Yeah. Um, the worst time that I get up in the morning and my belly was, oh, my God, what did yeah, I dream like, about it? <laughs> yeah, and now it's more like it's more at ease because I'm more at ease with who nah. who I am. And the stories aren't, you know, they're, they're just data. Right. You know, and, yeah, you see it as data coming up for you to, to see it outside of the box, mm-hmm. to know that there's, you know, that each that you cannot scratch it all, like Candace said, it's in the inside. Mm-hmm. So that'll be. I think that will help you a lot to go um, and listen the beginning and, and do the guided meditation. Um, right. Because it's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for what you're you know, doing. Because every, you know, together we create the shift. Right. Each mm-hmm. time someone shifts, everything shifts. Right. So we are part of the revolution of expansion from fear to joy. Right. Woo. <laughs> no kidding, woohoo. Well, we we have three minutes left in the show. Um, Inky, I am so excited for you. Keep us posted, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Okie dokie. Have a wonderful day. You. Bye. Bye. So, oh, awesome. that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I Yahoo. love it. Love it. I'm yeah. so proud of him. Oh, that's awesome. I know, me too. It's so beautiful when you get to see that it's, and you think that it's the other, and in reality, you know, it's just you waking up to the reality and the stories that you have believed that they're not actually real, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though they're, you know, you're projecting this. So it's just so beautiful to be, <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm there almost every day, you know, um, more and more waking up to yeah. all these little stories coming around. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. Woohoo. So, uh today's show was awesome. This was so awesome. And yeah. what we were t- what we talked about today is just like a little bit of a spotlight on um shifting our view of who we think we are. And if we're predisposed to this illness or that illness or if we're predisposed to a certain like um problems with our body or challenges, I'll put it that way. Let me just say here, no. The only thing that makes you predisposed is the epigenetic belief patterns. Those electromagnetic frequencies of belief, of thoughts, of fears, that's what creates that. And you can change it. Because our gene, our genes um, are completely malleable because it's influenced by electromagnetic frequencies that are above and beyond the genes, the physical genes. So um, thank you, Francis, for, again, being such an awesome co-host. <laughs> you too. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, thank you to Inky for calling in. Uh, Loved what he contributed today. It was so powerful. Uh, that was awesome. Phew, I'm still yeah. kind of like resonating and vibrating with the beauty of his of his um, contribution. Yeah, and um, 
as far as the next episode, um, we'll see what happens, right? <laughs> we'll see what comes to the surface and what presents itself. So until then, yeah. uh, we just want to say um, joy would be with you, and um, we'll see you or talk to you again in two weeks. Yeah, love you, my friend. <laughs> this has been Empowered Whole Being Radio. Thank you for joining us. On-demand episodes are available at empoweredwholebeing.com. Until next time, joy to you.